with that movie oh man it was great did you say it was campy is that what you said nobody said campy that. what did you say i didn't hear uh, i said we were happy oh uh, okay i thought you said campy. happy yeah. happy i didn't realize no, we, were, we were pretty tired when we watched it i don't know that we we got the full impact of what we were supposed to because we went in everybody said it was the bestest movie ever and is very excited about it and and yeah, it was probably the most pure action movie I've ever seen. It never stopped. It was, but it was just a road chase. <laughs> well, that yeah, so, that's the concept. If you're not excited, that's all about it was. That. And and as the concept, it, it was literally pure is, yeah. <laughs> And 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 the it looked and in it, the 
stunts and everything were amazing. We went in, we were exhausted at the end of a very long weekend, and we had some jackasses behind us who commentated the whole movie and didn't understand what was going on. They were like, what's going on here? Why are they wearing paint in their face? I don't understand. They're oh, still on Lord. the road. Nothing's happening. And we were just like, That's why... just like ready to punch someone. <laughs> That's why I love the movie because there's so much like this is what like I mean authors like fantasy authors can learn from this or like Game of Thrones even it's like this it has so much world building without explaining anything you're like oh okay and seeing the whole thing through like a pinhole to have such a myopic view that's what makes but you feel like there's such a rich world there because we see that whole world and he's he's not an access character he's not discovering it but. He's such a non-character in the sense that he witnesses the action and we witness the action through Witness him. me! Yeah. Witness Mad me! Max, Mad Max is not the protagonist of this movie. Charlize Theron's Yeah, Furioso is. Yeah. yeah so but it's, you gotta, she, I like, he's, cool. he just shambles into it and then she's the man. It's their story and it's her story because yeah, and she has the one there. that has a relationship yeah, with Morgan Rye. She makes the decisions. She's, she does all of the leading. He just literally he has, for the first 20 minutes he has zero agency because he's stuck to the front of a car. You can't tell who he, he is. He has ten lines in this entire movie. It takes half the movie to become the character. They they sort of build that that icon up, like gradually. Like he's wearing a face mask through half the movie, and finally he has to get his jacket back. You know, and then it's like somewhere halfway through the movie, you're like, okay, here's Mad Max. He's in it. It's it's, yeah, it's sort of been sort of masterfully it. told that way. <laughs> But he still had ten lines in it, which is great, and I think it's such a minimalist a like adventure. I think it's neat. I mean, it's really like an iconic movie. The more I think about it, I'm kind of Tom Hardy to see when he again. speaks is kind of amusing. So like, maybe we'll cut out his lines. His his accent is really weird. It's like different every time. I was like, what are you doing? Who are you? I, I, yeah. I like I it. If they were trying to do it, like, because the original Mad Max is set in Australia, but I was saying to Ben, it's set in Australia because it was just made in Australia. With Australian people, yeah. so that's why it doesn't really necessarily need to be set in Australia. There's nothing really Australian yeah. about it. And he so didn't. I was I was down trying to do an Australian caring. sort of accent. You mean you don't have like Gas Town and Bullet Town there? It's not like that. Those are like towns, right? There's like sure. real towns called. Greg's that. entire concept of Australia was formed from <laughs> yeah. those films. He's Mad Max, yeah. Well, the two. <laughs> he like he watches that. He's like, yep, about right. I, I this is what I think. Never yeah. going there. <laughs> but I, I like that nobody really tried too hard to do the Australian accent and the only time it really stood out was when you had the Australian actor there just speaking normally and you're like oh, hey, there's someone Australian who actually sounds Australian well it's so funny that today because like a, a, a trailer for a trailer for um, a Mad Max game came out like they're going to have like this Mad Max of course like this big well it was practically thing. a video game really it was yeah, well, a video but, game but, it, but it's funny watching that trailer I want to play the guitar hero like, level Oh yeah. yeah, where it's like an axe that also is a flamethrower. There's so they, just, every they time. just got a real guitarist in to do that, and they just gave him this crappy guitar, and he controlled the flames, and he was just swinging there like yeah. yeah. Oh. And, and every and time the like, camera well, hit him, I laughed. Awesome. Every time I saw him, I was like, that it worked guy. every time. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's my point because I watched this trailer, of this game, and in this trailer there was more story than was in this movie, <laughs> and it's like had the like the a lot of the war boys talking. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. It's like the reason this was so interesting is because everybody was heightened to such a degree, you know, yeah. like even the war there wasn't this like this this very intricate plot. It wasn't Avengers plot. This was like very yeah. simple story it and adventure a plot. story. It was but just like some people going away yeah. and then come back again. It's fine. <laughs> we didn't. It's, like, it's like go over there, <laughs> come back here. <laughs> And then, you know, we'll just kill some people on the way and then it'll be fine. We'll come back. Yeah. We'll That's what somebody explained the movie. Like, I told Sean that before. It's like, 
if you explain any 10 minute section of this movie, somebody would think you were insane. It's like, well, this movie where, you know, yeah. they go and there, there's a naked lady up in like some cell phone tower and she goes up, but she's actually bait and they know she's bait. So the lady with the black face, she goes up there and then they, all these like seven year old women pop out of the sand and come, you're like, what the hell? And those women are about? bad us. <laughs> I and they're called Bavarians or whatever they're called. Or when they're being chased and like the guys on the weird names. stilt things. Like, and then these guys on 10 foot poles are leaning over and trying to grab them from their cars. It's like, this is the weirdest movie. That's like the most amazing part to me is when the, that last chase scene where you just see all the stuff and you're like, I have no idea what's happening. I was really scared because I'm not I super fan bullet. of like. Yeah, I'm not a super fan of, like, absurdist things sometimes when, like... I like that Zero Theorem movie we watched because it had a real kind of emotional mm-hmm. core yeah. and the Terry Gilliam stuff usually does. But this is why I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan because I feel like I also don't like that style as much. I liked it in Edward Scissorhands, but I just get tired of it. But but I feel like his aesthetic, is like, he does stuff that doesn't make any sense. You know, it's like, it's crazy and weird, but it also makes no sense. Like, at the end of that crappy Willy Wonka remake they did... Or like the family's living in their crappy, shitty little house in the middle of this nice factory. It's like, why are you doing that? Just because it's funny? I was like, why are you? <laughs> Anyways, it's dumb. But this is like, and I was worried that this is going to be crazy and weird. But it all makes sense. These guys are all nuts because they're like religious fanatics. But even like the guitar playing guy, those are like the war drums. Like it all actually it makes logical yeah. sense. And they all have like brain cancer like, tumors anyway. Yeah, so all it works completely. Yeah. <laughs> And the amount of times and he sprayed that stuff in his mouth, paint, like, you so that have, can't be good for you. That, that guy, he was going to, like, first time they sprayed stuff in his mouth, it's like, you know, he's probably going to die of this anyway. So if he can, he's probably going to sacrifice himself sometime in the movie because he's going to die anyway of poisoning. So what was that stuff though? Like, like literally, like they did it right before they sacrificed themselves. But I think what it was, was it supposed to be? Paint. It just looked like, like chrome, just like spray paint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It's it, just a sign. They like just a, wanted like him. It. It's just them yeah. stealing themselves up for for. Going to Valhalla, they, I don't think it. Did and then, like in any other movie, you could say like, "Well, they had these like models and stuff playing those women or something." And it's like, if it was in Game of Thrones, or like you know, like obviously they're like, "Oh, that's gratuitous." But in this world, it's like it so stark. Yeah, it's like so stark. Yeah, you the realize why he's these beautiful women prisoner, against yeah. him, against yeah, this whole nasty the whole, the whole world. Point like, of it oh, is that they're, yeah. they're perfect, and that's why they're his wives. It actually makes sense. Yeah, why they're wearing lingerie, yeah. not so much. <laughs> Why are yeah, they all like practically naked? Start, because they were washing. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah. Why didn't? They, yeah. Why didn't they dress to escape? They knew they were leaving. It's so interesting. I'm leaving. It's I better so put on my good underwear wrap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do you guys? Nice what did things. you say? You say Avengers or Mad Max? Which ones do you like better? Well, to my sensibilities, the Avengers. No matter how good an action Avengers. movie is, I mean, I'm looking for the point of the story too. I still think like there's, there's such I, a core I love Avengers, Avengers and I think it's fun but I still I like I think Mad Max is like a kind of better film though like if you just like like 10 years from now you'll look back and it's like Mad Max is a really great movie well, though. I, like, but as I, far when as, I think I like of the, the one that I'd rather watch more than once I'd rather see I think it's more Avengers iconic more though more. I think you know it's sort of like the original Avengers I just like to put that on because it's just the, the the beat of it speaks to me, you know, the whole... But is that plugging into the idea that's like now they're just moving into two-hour television? Epi- not like it's like it's not the scale of television. It's amazing. I'm just saying that television, great TV series are also fun to watch because it's like a part of this big series of well, these characters. They're also fun to watch because of. television is character-focused. And movies are not oh, typically character-focused. They're event-focused. But, but I think with these movies, what they've done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is they've done both. 
we can do event films, but because we see these characters over time, because there is an episodic element, we still we get to see the characters and how they grow also. So it's the best of both worlds to me in that we actually get to see these characters grow together and separately, and we get to see these amazing things they do. That's something you don't typically... Usually TV, you don't get to do as much because there's not as much money, but the consolation is we get more out of the characters, and we get to see more of what they're about. And then in movies, it's the opposite. We don't have enough time to really get to know these characters as well, but, but they're going to do some awesome stuff that's going to show us who they are. But with the Marvel movies, yeah. it's it's both. Because over the course of several... Like, if you go back and watch the first Iron Man movie, that's your typical comic book movie. And, like, that's not even the formula they're on anymore. Like, they're on something completely different now. To the point where... And, and to the point where in some of the stuff of Avengers 2, they didn't they didn't follow through with the character element quite as well. Like I said, the stuff with Hulk and Black Widow, I really don't like to see contrived romances between characters, especially when you don't have that many female characters. It seems a little forced. And that, and that, and this, and Thor is also the kind of weak link of this movie because they kind of, he has to leave. Because he's so like, powerful, they have to sign no reason him for a while. You know, they have to well, find something and they, to, and to he, take him out of the mix. Right, and he comes back and he's like, what makes him come back and think vision should live and all this, you know, you have no reason. There's no like apparent. And that's why I want to see the three hour mix of this. Cause it's like, there's no cut of this. Cause there's no apparent reason why he does anything he does after that point. Yeah. And it's like, okay, whatever. Well, I we can, can actually see what he learned. Well, I'm looking forward to, it. I would definitely like to watch a three and a half hour version of this. I don't, I don't think I'd want to see a three and a half hour version of Mad Max. When you compare Mad Max and that's true, and yeah. the Avengers, one of the things a lot of people are saying that's good about the Mad Max is that it was a pure action movie, like it was just one long action sequence. They never stopped to have the silly romantic subplot, or they they never stopped to have those quiet moments. Yeah, it just, just, it just crashed on, and and well, everyone's like, a well, they didn't with... have the stupid <clears throat> subplots, and they didn't have the stupid other things. And you say, yeah, sure, in a normal action movie. Those subplots are stupid because they don't spend any time making them good. But when you look at something like the Avengers, they spend the time making those subplots good. And so I think that's the difference. You could either chuck those subplots out or put an effort into them so that those, you know, those party scenes are the best part of the movie. And that's the problem, too, that Mad Max is going to have when they... Because I guess George Miller... I mean, honestly, but first let's say it's amazing that a 70-year-old man made that movie, too. That's awesome. Awesome. 70-year-old man yeah. is awesome as everyone else. But but it's funny that they're going to have a problem because they said there's going to be a trilogy now. It's like, well, this is and just like an anthology prequels. series. Yeah, they're just gonna, or just an anthology thing where he just rambles on to somewhere else, and they're like, okay, now I'm with this person who has yeah. this problem. You don't have people. to do a trilogy because there is no there is no. This is the furthest thing from an epic. That's the biggest difference between this and the Avengers. There's no attempt to be epic. It's like that that they focus in just one thing. I mean, it's microcosmic. But that's what makes it work. But well, the end, if you watch sort of an Avengers movie, yeah, and off to the next whatever weird thing. You know, he's the man with no name. It's a Western. And the best Westerns, almost, you see these characters who just wander into a situation that has nothing to do with them. And they have that sort of mercenary but I kinda, quality. But I, I've kind so of fallen in love with like Gastown and... Gas Town and Bullet Town and the Citadel. Like, I love this arrangement. I was like, oh, don't move on. This is a fun politics now, yeah. I guess. But yeah, but how are you like, going to... Well, you finally found someplace safe with some water and some people who like you, and you're just going to run off? 
Whatever. It's so iconic. I, I, it feels like the first Dark Tower book. That's what that movie feels like. It's very so. It's very Western and iconic, but it's so simple. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And you it's also keep doing of that. Like a you have to go into the story where you more. get these like an almost fantasy elements that get thrown to this industrial sort of environment. Especially when you right. look at like a Beyond Thunderdome, yeah. that is a fantasy story. Yeah, I like it because he's like a medieval troubadour. He's just sort of wandering around, watching the action without actually being a primary motivator. Yeah, he has sensibilities. Yeah. I mean, he has some sympathies for that, but... but did you, did you, did I don't know if you read the uh, fan theory that he's actually not the original Mad Max, he's the raggedy child person? Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's it's a, a cute idea. It's interesting. It's unnecessary, but, but yeah, it's a uh, cute idea. It's unnecessary, idea. but, you know... It's a cool. I mean, it's unnecessary because he could be anybody. It doesn't matter. Like, he happened to be, don't call the movie Mad Max, call the movie Furioso, Thunder Road, and you're Fury Road, and you're like, okay. Fury Road would have been a better (laughs) movie because it wasn't, I mean, only this third one tried to bring back that branding. You know, the Road Warrior had its own name. You know, this one would have worked much better as Fury Road without being called Mad Max. yeah, because who, who knows what, like, but the thing about it is it sucks is that now if they do move on, it's like, because that Furiosa is such a good character, though, too, mm. that she's just interesting. Like, she's such a, like, badass in her way. It's like, man, like, that could be a new, like, she could be a franchise just have her, because she's kind of a Mad Max character to that point. It's like, she could just be rambling on. And, and it's funny something. that in, in this world where it's a post-apocalyptic and it's all this sort of cars and roads and stuff like that, they managed to find this feminist tract. And it's just amazing because everyone so, so often makes that as an excuse. Like It's like with Game of Thrones. We have to show boobs all the time because, you know, it's a time period. That's what would happen, blah, 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 Also, blah. And this one, it's like, none uh, of that shit. Uh, she's a someone should get raped in every episode character. now. That's, that's Game of Thrones' new thing. It's a hard world. Everyone should get raped all the time. I was like, maybe it could be a world yeah, where well, that I, sort of I thing happens. Be, I want to be the... They didn't even worry about it. They didn't even... It's, it's just so good because it just the people who made the movie obviously just didn't care about that shit they were just like well this is the character and she's strong and this is the character and well, she's strong and I, I, well, I actually want to be the voice for the men's rights activist among us no. okay okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring Wait, that up Ron allow that <laughs> I don't want to give this I don't know <laughs> I don't know because Ron's anti-internet thing is about like, not up. giving oxygen to bait yeah <laughs> can't hear you Andrew I think <laughs> yeah. I think we've lost signal what, what? <laughs> look like, try to try Try to keep it on a certain plane here, all right? I mean, it's good that Greg's not around. That gives her some chance to it calm down. It the brown note. Yeah. That's what, wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be like, wouldn't that be the ultimate, like, awesome, like, even feminist move to just change the franchise over to her? It's like, no, it's not Mad Max anymore. It's just Furiosa. It's like, yes. Furiosa like, I would've would have loved that even more. It's like, come spin off. I think they should do that because Tom Hardy's all right, but her be story thing. would be she way more be interesting. Furiosa series now. I think it would be way more interesting to follow her now and see what happens. I don't know. I think you get so many elements. The problem with spinoffs in in all their their incarnations is you get all these elements that work and you think, well, we could separate all these elements and we could have that many more stories. But you find out that all those elements in concert is what made the story interesting. And the also danger of this is that that story is like again is so simple that it's like it works because it's such a magically simple yeah. thing. I almost like, well, wish they wouldn't make another Mad Max movie stories. at all. Just leave it. This is good. Just die, George Miller. Die. <laughs> I didn't realize I was just reading. You've something. done your perfect work. <laughs> he was the one that was going to do that Justice League Mortal. Yeah, movie. I saw I that. Did today, not realize that crazy that. Justice League movie. Supposedly they're trying to make a documentary about the making of that because it sounded terrible. 
Like because it's the one they were trying to get people really quickly for. Like Army Hammer is going to play Batman. Yeah, and like all this and they together. had a Superman movie and they had a Batman movie, but they weren't even trying to link them together. That's the one they, after they like announced Avengers and DC's like, oh shit, we got to make. Well, we're going to make Justice League wait a second. Movie. Like I think they're being yeah. quick, too quick on the draw now, but they were definitely going too fast then. It was before Man of Steel. This when they didn't have anything. Yeah, know? Superman Returns had just come out and they were still doing the Nolan Batman movies. And they're like, yeah, but we're not, we're not gonna have Brandon Routh or or Christian Bale. It's like, well, why are you doing? I think it Dark then? Knight. I think Dark Knight, like, because it was before Dark Knight Rises came out, and I think Christopher Nolan's like, no, I'm not taking part in that. Stop doing that. And I think he probably got killed because of him. Well, there was a lot of bad. Yeah. I, I just, I was just saying that fans should calm down, but there was a lot of bad reaction because everything sounded terrible. But who knows? But it might have been good. I mean, George I, I, Miller. I mean, it didn't sound like it, they had the good concept. Well, but now they're like, George Miller, yeah, but at that time, he's like, oh, he came off a of Babe, Pig in the City, and Happy Feet 1 and 2. You're like, uh... Well, Happy Feet uh, was a scary movie. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> You're just like, I like how the Madis- George, George Miller's like, screw this. We're making Mad Max again. Yeah, I'm blowing <laughs> the dust off of that, yeah. I've been wall, trying to maybe. make that for 30 years. Let's just blow the dust off of that and do it. Why not? Still relevant. It works. Well, but it is it a legitimately awesome movie. It was, and and, and that is true. So though, like you said, Lynn, like it's crazy that it's like this balls the wall adrenaline testosterone movie is such a feminist. You know, like this awesome, like strong female. It's, it's, it's her story. It's basically I mean, a other feminist. People, other manifested. groups have been been feeling represented by the movie. Like the amputee groups are like, yes, look at how oh, they awesome. just. Yeah. She's, she's an amputee, and they never mention it. Like, so she just she just gets on with it, and nobody ever feels sorry for her. It's never a plot point. It's just something that right. is there. The most and it's politically that, correct movie ever made, Mad Max. That's why it oh, works. It's never, that's why and it's it also never a plot ever point. Comments that, on any of this stuff, they're just like, well, that's just a female character, and she just happens to have one yeah, arm. It's just it, 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 it is. Get on with it. And that's the whole mantra of the whole movie. It's like we're not going to stop and explain why these guys are painted white, or we're not going to stop and yeah, explain. Yeah, we don't any intellectualize of this. shit. We're just going to go. It's just happening. And that's why it works so well because it just, it just doesn't doesn't stop to bog itself down in any of this nonsense. It just it's no, a story that believes in its own universe. I mean, because oh, that, yeah, because, because there is even, no backstory and because there is no explanation, it's a fully authentic universe. They all believe in the universe they're in in this story. Nobody's yeah, like taking no, a step yeah, back, going, "What the hell's that, happening?" Nobody, nobody ever treats any of them like they're women or like they're whatever. Like Mad Max, he, he's still like he doesn't go, "Okay, you're a woman now, so I'm not gonna." Like he is th- scared of everybody. He's more scared of them than he is of the the, yeah, the war boys. He, well, he's smart you know? that way. <laughs> just like that guy in the sand story is like, "What a lovely day!" It's like that's such a perfect. <laughs> yeah. They use that as a tagline of the person because it's such a perfect moment to explain that movie. I love how the trailer for this movie too that everybody was going apeshit for is like is just like the first fifteen minutes of the movie. You know, like that most of the stuff in that trailer is just that first part of the chase. And I mean, and imagine that you can show only first act clips and that's enough. Yeah. That's a good sign too. And that's what I <laughs> well, think that's what Star Wars is doing now. This, you've got enough in the first act to sell a movie. Yeah, exactly. There's well, I think that's things. what's I think that's what Star Wars is doing now. If you notice, they're all the same kind I of things. I hope they do. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to know the... anything. Like why bother? We're going to go see it. Don't waste any time on the trailer. They did just right. Like, here's Millennium Falcon. There's Han Solo. If I write, there's a robot it's, it's in like, it. What are you looking it's for? It's like the trailer for the the um, the Lord of the Rings when they first did the trailer for the movie. They were just like, it's just all these characters walking over a mountain. You know what the characters are. You know what you want to see. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. If there are all I, nine of them right there. Yeah. Go ahead. How are we going to sell you on there's the Lord of the Rings? There's your pink up. <laughs> 
So, well, that's good. So, yeah, I'm glad we get. Well, I'm, I'm glad we kind of all we're rolled this into movies. what we're doing. Can, yeah. Can we? we can we? We covered can we roll our, over onto Pitch Perfect now. Yeah. Can we talk about tusks or tusk? <laughs> oh, I watched tusk. I watched tusk this weekend. Oh, uh, we have to give Lynn a chance to catch up on that. That might be a good off episode to do. I haven't watched so. that. No, like, we'll do that as a as a because we're doing summer blockbusters. Let's not do. A little yeah. movie that and I'm winding down. Up. I don't want to get whole, on a whole other thing now. We we did well, and I feel more satisfied <laughs> now. I don't want to. Let me risk. Talk yeah, about these are my too good. These then. are. I, I don't want to risk. Uh, Please. The wrath of Volveron. Don't spo- I, I don't spoil Pitch Perfect too. I just watch Pitch Perfect. Don't, don't, don't tell me. They're singing. Don't tell me. It's awesome. I loved it. I actually Ben loved it as well. So it's not just a girl movie. I laughed through the whole bit until I got to the end, and then I cried. But that's just because I'm sappy for people performing on stage. Well, the first one's oh, not really a girl movie. Rebel Wilson actually, died. Is that what happens? Yeah, oh, everybody dies at the end, and oh, I that's cried. Terrible. <laughs> so, I mean, I loved it. Apart the war from, boys a come bit in. Of cultural insensitivity <laughs> going on, but that's usual for this sort of movie. Uh, well, I'll and, and I everything liked else the was just really, really funny. Yeah, the first one was cute. I like singing in movies. I always like movies of singing in them. So I'll enjoy yeah, that. But the first one, it has really good... It, the writing is way beyond what that could be, though. You know, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just so... Kind of it's really, really, really funny. And Rebba Wilson does her thing, and she ha- still just goes through... But there's a couple of, you know, like, they've got, like, a, a... I don't know what sort of... She's supposed to be, like, the Mexican character or whatever. And she just makes jokes about being a refugee all the time. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's her character. <laughs> Um, That's so what she's a bit all of that. It's perfect too, guys. <laughs> but all apart right, from yeah, that, we, just hilarious the whole time. We rolled another one in there. How about that? You can tell we haven't been on the air for a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're good. Go watch Tusk. Go and watch it. I love Here's it. the fourth one. Go so, watch. Yeah, go so watch so Tusk in preparation for it. <laughs> apparently, you're gonna have to That's watch like some movie Hellraiser club. movies. <laughs> I don't think. Did you say you haven't seen any Hellraiser movies? I haven't seen the first one. Guys, I'm not. Wait, is that gonna, that's going to be Halloween this yeah, year? Yeah, right? but it, it sounds like away. it's far off, but it's not. No, we're going to do. Don't do like you did last do Halloween. Tusk, don't show do up and not watch any movies. Horns episode. We're going to do a Tusk slash I'll watch Horns. Episode okay, I'll watch, watch Horns. Too, I like the idea that. of doing For no other reason. It's, it's based around Tusk. <laughs> like Tusk and Horns. We're just going to do a movie about. about bone protrusions from the. bone protrusions. Yeah. It's going to be a Tusk Horns. And I'm going to read the book of Horns as well because it just looks hilarious. Well, you can read the book. I, I, I'm interested, but I'm, I'm, I don't have the time. Uh, I'll watch that. It's on my Netflix queue. I just haven't had the motivation to watch it's it. It's really, really but good. It's good. It's mo- we need to- more interesting than you would expect. It was, it's a real interesting movie. Listen to us being positive. Look at it. So we like movies. <laughs> yeah, go watch <laughs> yeah. movies, people. Go watch movies. Yeah, yeah stop hating. Horns is... I mean, Tusk is not positive. <laughs> it's... it's yeah, Tusk. It's well, second. actually, it is well, sort of like affirming in a lot of ways. There's a moral to the story, I guess. It's a lot more fun in, in terms of, like, I've never had it's a, classic. a more stark emotional turnaround watching a movie it, from going, this is 100% awful. <laughs> the stated position at the beginning of a movie to at the end being very pleased with, like, I can't believe it. Well, it turns I, I instantly, too, in the middle of it. We'll get to but, it, but it but turns yeah, instantly. It's, like, it's, what? A, it's a fun one to watch. <laughs> But, has, has okay. anyone it's, else watched any movies they want to review while we're here? And then, but it, it, well, I think that's enough for now. I it's did enough. plug. I plugged Star Wars Rebels. I'm happy with that. I'm glad we did. And the other thing, I've been. I got Netflix, which is like amazing. Australia finally has Netflix after all these years. You guys have been plugging it. <laughs> Yay! I've got it. So I'm watching all of these um, little horror movies while I'm 
Well, I'm at home here. Oh, and that's crazy. It's, it's, it's awesome really good. Netflix. I've been watching Hemlock yeah. Grove, and I, I watched The Awakening. That one's okay. The other day, which is good. No, that was. It's not the one with um, Kit Harrington, and it's not Jon Snow. It's got. I don't know. Uh, Did you guys ever see that? It follows Isaac. movie. I really want to see that. Is it out yet? No, the one about sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> yeah. No, it was out in the exactly. theaters. It's not out yet. Well, I, I, I would like to watch that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, is anyone interested at all in Insidious Three? Not really, because the trailer no. and like I, when I went it to see so um, Mad Max, I was I was walking out and like they had like a big cardboard stand up or whatever the poster of it is, and it's just some girl just looking like scared. It's like that's Insidious. That's all. And that the trailer Insidious made it look like this, girl. this girl gets possessed. That's all this that's is to you. This, trailer, like, this, this series meant more to me. There was some like <laughs> well, not freaky moments, well, but the nothing series, that the second scary. one wasn't great, but. The first one's so good. But the second one is the first one's still really got some cool moments. It's I didn't just, think I've watched it yet. It's just I managed to watch overall the dumb. Finally. It's all overall kind of dumb, but the first one's so good. The I first think. one is is, oh. is great. The second one is still watchable. Like It just has a bunch of dumb stuff in it, too, but it's still a lot of fun. But yeah, the third one just looks like just a generic horror movie. It's, it makes me kind of sad. <laughs> you were supposed to be better than that. Yeah, Did you guys uh, finish the Agents of Sh- Agents of Shield for this year? Sure, I yes, finished everything. Now Flash finished. Flash is going to be fun. Yeah, and Arrow. Yeah, yeah, I watched the finished Arrow. But Flash, I'm excited about. They got the, they're building to the whole Earth Two thing and everything. Flash is just Flash is fun. Yeah, Ben Ben's really funny. He's all like, "This is a major plot hole because now this and this." I'm like, Ben, it's timey wimey. <laughs> Quiet. Yeah, they just I love they that just part, erased yeah, the it's, entire it's first totally, season of the show. Yeah, it's all yeah. They just they just did back all right. to yeah, a separate, I'm like Ben in the separate that timeline still exists. It's just a separate dimension of reality, and he's like, oh like, yeah. But it's then it's not man. also because it's he can. It's but it, but it's not even that though because he wouldn't have disappeared like Back to the Future time rules either. So you're like, oh whatever, I don't care. Well, uh, my favorite part of that scene is when the old Flash helmet comes out and he's like, what is that? It's like it's time to go. <laughs> I was like, that's that's pretty funny. It's gonna be fun, man. Uh, like the, the flash, the writing of the flash is not always very strong, but what they do is always entertaining. <laughs> well, oh, but Arrow and the Flash yeah. are just like Flash is more fun than Arrow. But, yeah, but did you see are. that They're thing pretty... where like Steve that that Steve Amell said that he's never gonna wear the Arrow suit again? Like they said that the show's gonna take a big turn, like a really like tonal turn that nobody's expecting. And now they've got well, that. They've got the whole thing. It's supposed to get lighter, and from what I'm hearing, I think that the, that. It's about he's about to become the Green Arrow. Yeah, because then the, they showed on like the newspaper clipping that it said of Starling City's the Green Arrow that one from the future and the Flash. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, so he's actually and Legends become, of Tom- like more Tomorrow may sort of build story. into some of that because Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, is Legends show of Tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. That looks interesting. Uh, I'm like, a, what I'm, is to mash them all together? I'm excited Go about the, the Adam sort of taking center stage in the show too a little bit more. There's too many of these like B level shows the I need to watch. So <laughs> For Adam. For who? Because in the ending, of, not the ending of the Flash, oh, the ending shows of um, Arrow. The ending of Arrow, he like gets blown up, and you're like, oh no, he gets exploded, and then they're like, oh, he's in Legends, it's fine. He was just tiny. Yeah. Well, then even, but even, but even the Arrow spoils that too, because you're like, oh no, I see him back in some kind of costume, and he's talking to them. You're like, yeah. okay, <laughs> I get it. Oh, do so, you want to talk for a second know. about the ending of Agents of Shield and what happens to poor old um, Gemma? Yeah, like she, gets, she gets sucked into the the box that everybody said don't open. So that's oh yeah, your fault. 
Well, it was kind of fits. He kind of like knocked it open while. Oh he was, yeah, he he accidentally bumped. While it he was open, he was. Yeah, it was, it's classic Joss Whedon. It's like the characters almost get together, and it's like, oh no, swallowed by I mean, a green. It's classic so Jed Whedon, actually. Okay, classic. Yeah, yeah. Jed Whedon. It's classic Jed but Whedon. Whedon esque. We'll go with that. Exactly. That show, it was fun. It ended sort of all right. I don't like how they're all like, because like well, in the comics, it's different. Like the Inhumans, like her mom's not as bad. Like they now she's yeah. all well, like uh, well, evil for no reason. Inhuman things, yeah. Is different. The problem with Agents weird. of Shield is we've already said we didn't like that that sort of internal conflict thing where like it was Shield versus Shield and all that stupid bullshit. Yeah, they they their, finished that up pretty. Their quickly. problem on that show is that they spend too much time contriving conflict between the characters. It's like it's like I said if if well, that's what Arrow Captain is America Arrow and Iron Man never <laughs> liked each other, the conflict wouldn't matter. And that's what they're lacking in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You guys need a few more party this, scenes because I don't know why the, these people all, pretend to like each well, other because that's, they're that's always why at odds. Ward, that's why Ward keeps coming back because he's the only one that actually has that genuine sort of conflict with the rest of them. That one episode where Ward's there and they're all just like, we wish we had have killed you. That's yeah, awesome. that, that was the fun funnest one. episode. And he's like, he's like the gang's all back. Yeah. <laughs> I love he's him. He's like, the gang's back together and... Yeah, and he's like, I'm that's so a, glad we can finally all work. Like, it shows you what a delusional well, psychopath he is. The, that's the problem. I think agents awesome. and Shield is it's, it's kind of hidden sometimes because there's more characters and they can always just have somebody has a problem. But I, on Flash and Arrow, that's where it's like so melodramatic because like Laurel, yeah. good lord, she always has a problem with everything. You and know, then on <laughs> Flash, it's like that Iris is just has a problem with this everything. This is a trope like, in superhero Louise. shows that they've got to get it's over. Because like, Smallville used to do this too. It's like, you guys have got to stop doing these superhero shows where the lead girl is dumb. Because like, Laurel is the dumbest up. character Laurel on television. Laurel was super dumb. And <laughs> she's still kind of dumb. I was annoyed because I thought he, get, he gets with Felicity at the end. And I'm like, ah, oh, you should stick with Arrow, girl. He's hotter. He's a much better character for you. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. go get with Brandon Routh. That's the way you should go. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I love Brandon Routh is the highlight of this season. I actually wanted her to spin off with him and do a show with him because her character doesn't really fully belong that well in Arrow anyway. It doesn't work. She's like spunky and, and, and happy and cutesy and Arrow's all like dark and broody and he's all like, I can't be with you because blah, blah, blah. And then Adam's all like, hey, let's have sex. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I'll I don't care show. that I'm your boss and I'm a superhero and we're friends. Let's just date, whatever. Yeah, and it's great. And no they boundaries. Seem to be, they seem to be a really good match. And then they're like, one day he just wanders out without a shirt on and she's like, yeah, we're going to do this. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was such a great episode. She's just like looking at him semi-naked and like, you know what? I've changed my mind. We'll just sleep together. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I kind of don't like her a little bit in the show. Like they, they all come off as dummies. They do need some more female writers on these shows because female yeah. characters are always big dummies on these shows. And that's just because it's always the nerd fantasy playing out. He's always the sort of nerdy guy who has potential that he has to keep a secret. I mean, the, the whole thing is like, I have to keep my awesomeness at bay, but I'm going to try to get the girl and get her to like me. It's like, that's just nerd fantasy. It's like, we should be past that by now. <laughs> I don't like um, Nissa. She's just... Ugh. It's just like the League of Shadows stuff. I always find really melodramatic. Cause well, always that, like, we that, have to kill people and stuff and stuff. Also, because you have oh, that's me. why you have Razo Ghul. That's why you can't do the coolest parts of Razo Ghul because Razo Ghul works better than Batman because they had this sort of interconnectedness. 
And now... Yeah, and you can't use Talia. You have to use Nyssa, who's kind of like the other sister. Yeah, you almost are suggesting that this Raz al Ghul isn't even the same person. That it's another person with that title. And yeah. that's the problem they have. But the league has been so underwhelming because even that's another problem with Laurel and other people because she's not even trained and other people aren't trained and they have that one where Oliver you know goes bad but he's not really bad. Everybody knows he's not bad except his and friends. And they fight him, but yeah, but yeah, obviously. And then he's like, "Dude, I wasn't bad." He's like, "I'm still mad at you." I'm like, mad at you. Well, anyway. Come on, you're this is cheese a wheeze. But like, it's like I got a babysitter for the baby. Chill out, okay? Yeah, really, everything's <laughs> but like, fine. <laughs> but um, like. They have that big fight scene because they have to have a fight scene at the end of the episode, and everybody's holding their own. I was like, these things, shadow guys are nothing because this just normal person who's not trained, a Ghana special forces guy. Like, shouldn't they be like the deadliest people? She can fight now. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing a mask. She trained with she trained with Nissa for like two weeks. No, she trained. She trained downtown with some boxer. She's got some moves. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I just don't like that. They should have killed her before. I think I don't that like that. That was one of the things I did oh. like in the Agents of Shield finale, where Sky is being a bit of a badass, but she comes up against May, and May just chances her because May's the one who taught her. She's awesome. Yeah, right. the only reason Sky can win is yeah, because, because they, she has superpowers. That's the only way she can. I think tip. The yeah, scale I don't think that. people follow that logic a lot of the times. Like people don't. I mean, I I don't think they think people follow that logic. But when I talk to just normal people that like normal people that people just kind of watch these shows and enjoy them they always have that complaint it's like well how's that guy supposed to beat him i thought he was supposed to be so much better i was like everybody follows yeah. that weird fight you want to watch this or things. not why does everybody on tv know karate anyway it's like it just it, they just do vampires know karate like how come all of the how come all the vampires come out of the ground knowing karate i don't know <laughs> yeah well, why do they need to? That's like it's so that's, preferential. It's for fun, and that's why they do it. But it's like karate is what you teach like kids to defend themselves because they're weak. I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> that's why. Like really strong guys don't learn karate. It's always like kids who are afraid of getting you. bullied learn karate. My stuff. But but it's, know. It's vampires know who know karate—that's just that's just cheating. Why do you need to do karate? You have the strength of ten men. You can't die. <laughs> and, and and your whole thing is to bite people. Yeah, like, you have a whole biting thing. You, like, why do you guys at least develop a martial around? art that sort of emphasizes the biting? Why would you be kicking people in the face? You just want to bite their neck. <laughs> and most of the time when you see we... vampires being effective, they're really effective by like sneaking up on people or seducing them and stuff. Yeah, we saw it in Game of Thrones. Like, gouging eyes out and Crushing skulls always beats flourishing. That's always works. yeah, exactly. Like you could beat the fool <laughs> out of somebody, but if they're strong enough and they get hold of you, that's it. Like Mr. That's why those jujitsu guys are the, the ones who always used to win UFC. Punch you in the face because the jujitsu guys would win. Yeah, because I remember you get Brooks your, and I could get your hands on them. But if you get hold of a yeah, jujitsu guy, and I you watch can break those, them in half. If you watch those old VHSs of the first UFCs, like the first where they had no rules, there. I mean, they were like literally you could punching the nuts or whatever you wanted to do and the first one is great and i think the second one like that gracie like always gracie won and it's like it's over now it's just all this holding junk that nobody cares to watch mm-hmm. anymore because it's just guys it's got on the ground grunting extremely <laughs> homoerotic well, when it started out it was like ultimate fighting it was cool because it was just well the first one was like blood like, sport it was like blood sport in <laughs> yeah. real life like let me yes. just ask you did the rear naked choke come in after they had rules what you need yeah, to I don't do think that was to... an official thing in no I mean I'm sure that that could come up in a no rules sort of fighting situation. 
but still, I know he's at no rules. Well, they're, they, they're doing medieval fighting again. They're doing sword and shield fighting, and that sort of thing. People are just like putting on armor and just going for it at each other and just fighting. Hell. And they're awesome. doing that again, and it looks amazing because they're just fighting each other, and, and it's so cool. This is the fighting pits that they've been talking about. Open up the fighting pits. Finally. Yeah. I love All that right, bit in the, in the most recent episode of Game of Thrones where Tyrion's just like, I'll show you, I'm a good fighter, and he just like beats up that guy and nobody stops him. Yeah, like, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. None of the actually. other slavers are just like, yeah, look at that. He's just beating That's him up. Whatever. True. I don't know why the the, no, the dwarf awesome. is the only one we keep <laughs> on a chain, but whatever. Yeah, I was thinking that when he was all like, oh, I've got to get out of the fighting pit. And they're like, he's on a chain. Oh, no, I can't go. I'm on a chain. I'm like, why is he the only one chained up? Why is he the only liability of the bunch? <laughs> that's why they're making it because nobody like, the, yeah, that's what's funny because everybody in that scene like said that like guy cutting his chain doesn't make sense. Like it makes total sense because nobody else was chained up. Yeah, don't, he's like, don't, don't you seem go. like a they're going to go. Rule. You can go. Yeah, why not? Free for all. Why not? Whatever. <laughs> Everyone wants to watch the fight. Go ahead. Sure. Everything's better with a dwarf. Go on, little dude. Maybe someone will toss you. Everything. Spread your wings, little sparrow. <laughs> all right. Man, that high sparrow dude is annoying me. Yeah. Don't. I. I will not. I, we indulge it too much. I'm not going to have a Game of Thrones conversation right now. Because yes, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. whole thing with the the. Faith you won't let me on the Game of Thrones podcast that. anymore. Well, you're, you're always welcome to be on it. You can be on it if you want, especially now. You stop being on it. There isn't There's anything no spoilers left. anymore. They're off book. They're off book. Yeah, There's there no are no spoilers. If I learn about still one more thing, anything. we're not done with yet. Talk to me about it. <laughs> I think there's like one thing left from the books that she knows that I don't. Ah. Uh, don't say anything, well, Lynn. When this Jesus. season is over, and it'll be very I soon. I'm going to talk to me. Because After this the season, same thing that I'm thinking of, it's annoying me too. <laughs> yeah, you After this season, all we're going to read. Is, it's annoying me too. We're going to read all of them after this season, so then we're. Fair I'm going game. to, Doesn't yeah, because it's it's. I'm done after this season. I'll, I'll just go through books four and five, and then when six comes, we might as well just pick up six and get it too, because it's. I mean, we're done as far as spoilers. Just about. Well, they're going to deviate said, anyway. They're, they're deviating so much, it's just not even worth spoiling anymore. It's like... Yeah, because like, you don't you know if that stuff's ever going to happen. Because that's not even happening in the books. <laughs> that's what Megan was saying. It's like, well, I mean, well, the person's this... not even there. Well, there's a certain yeah, I mean, rate quotient could... we have to hit every season. So, <laughs> so it's... it's You have to, like... Uh, this. We're not going to get into Game of Thrones talk, but it's funny, last time, like last season, they had the... Um, Jamie and Cersei rape scene that it was so controversial and then they followed that by the Craster's Keep scene which is just rape in the background and everybody's like what why would you follow that with rape in the background and this one is like funny because they followed it with they followed that scene with this week when it's just like when it's like oh Gilly's gonna get raped whether she's gonna get raped or not why let's not? see yeah <laughs> and then she's just gonna jump on top of Sam Yes, like, but now that I haven't been raped, now that I haven't been raped, I feel like getting it on. Mm -hmm. I was like, come on. It was actually a plot point when they were talking about Tyrion's backstory, and Shay was like, "You idiot! No girls want to get is going to want to sleep with you." Yeah, exactly. She's gotten raped. She doesn't feel sexy right now. It's not a turn on for most. I guess Gilly's background makes that not an issue. She's like, well, she's only ever been raped though, so you know, it's like, like, yeah, she's like. I was like, why did she choose right now? It's like, oh, John's away. We can have sex. Nobody cares. Oh, wait, he's he's injured. I can jump on top and he won't fight me off. 
Why, yeah, exactly. why did she choose that moment? I get. I don't know. Cause I was like, don't kiss him. His face that's like that Gary life. posted that Saturday Night Live thing where it was like, <laughs> it was Sam and Gilly the as thing. the sexiest <laughs> couple left because oh, everyone yeah. else is dead. <laughs> And it cracked me up because the very next episode after that is where they actually have sex. And I kept thinking, like, ooh, the little ankle going. Yeah. <laughs> a little full clothes action not, going They're on. not kidding. <laughs> Pretty serious. All right. Okay, we got to stop. Oh, my God. Wind it up. All right, well, this is a good well, one. We haven't had to talk. talk we, we covered the points. Yeah, we covered some stuff I said we weren't going to talk about, but. Okay, it's ah, fine. I will make you talk about things. It's Avengers <laughs> versus Fury Road. Cage yeah. match. Thunderdome. Yeah, exactly. Two movies into Avengers one Fury. release. And soon we'll have Jurassic World to talk about. That'll be kind of fun. And I think Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I kind of still want to see Tomorrowland too. If I give a chance, it. I'll see it. I I didn't choose not to see it. I feel I it's going to fall like away it, though. Well, it's not know. something that grabs you enough. I feel like th- that window having closed, I may not get back because I wasn't super excited about watching it anyway. But we'll see. Nobody's been like freaking out about it. So most like, people oh, have been okay. kind of not that, <clears throat> not saying very good things about it. Unfortunately, so who knows? Uh oh. But maybe I'll see Ex Machina still if we go. But I'll definitely see oh, Jurassic see that. World. That's fun. And uh, the Ex Fantastic Four and Ant-Man. All that stuff is coming our way soon. I'll watch all those. We should finish off Hemelt Grove. Because <laughs> I did the same thing as you. Where I, I like, should, I yeah. I think I was end, like the episode. Just didn't watch the end. <laughs> I think I was like the episode before the last episode. <laughs> like, that's all the what? I, I'm like three episodes Grove. away from the end of Hemlock Grove. I've never watched any of those. Maybe we good? should watch the whole it's thing really and then with, maybe we should cover it's it. Quite it's good. It's not bad. Apparently season two isn't very good, but I, I got a friend who's watched season one and two and said like season two sort of devolves into just teen sexy yankty stuff. That's the Eli Roth show, right? Yeah, it's actually quite good. I think it's kind of like a cross between True Detective and True Blood. There's a lot of good writers on way. it. Mark Verheiden is one Ooh, of the True writers. True Detective is about to start again, too. Yeah, yeah we'll good. definitely yeah. have to cover some of that. Well, good. So we got some good stuff coming. Now yeah, that we'll most of our TV summer. shows have died down now, we, we still have some between HBO and movies. we got enough to get through. Yeah, winter is coming in Australia. The time when we get covered in spiders, spiders rain from the sky. That's why I like oh. it's not snow. Holy hell. It's kind that? of fun because we can get together and have a spider ball fight and make Spider Man. <clears throat> I did hear about that story where people were like, the guy was running down the road, was like, uh, it's like uh, raining spiders. Somebody should contact a scientist, maybe. <laughs> it's like, and the scientists come out and just they go, that's cool, let's take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, know, that's not good. That that was in Australia, though? Of course. Yeah, that was actually not too far from here. Ugh. All right. Yeah, of course. Just, Witness I'd me! I'd have been out. <laughs> been out. Yeah, I would have the silver spray paint on my face, and I would have been running. Gone! All right. You can listen to other episodes of TV8, my dinner, at TV8MyDinner.com. If you want further insanity, please listen to other episodes. <laughs> you can also check out our sister program, TV on the Throne, also on our same website. We're on Facebook. Which I got banned from because I make spoilers. We're on. You're not banned from never it. Banned you just stopped being on it. You, that, that you one just time. Said it, you're it. better off without me. We did not say that. We didn't that. say that. Did we say that? We did not say that. I can't verify that we ever said anything. I never listen to anything I say, that. but I still am sure <laughs> yeah. I never said that. Come on next time. We'll do it next time. No, I'm not going to now. Screw oh, you. my goodness. Okay. All right. Facebook, Twitter, D- Dweebler, whatever. Google Plus. 
Google Plus. Dunkus. Throndle. Throndle. Avenger Dirt. <laughs> Furioso. <laughs> I like Furioso. Furioso. Yeah. It sounds like you a can... Harry Potter thing. Furioso. Furioso. Yeah. You can witness me on the wasteland.com. Just go there and. I like wit- witness me on the wasteland. Yeah, I, just witness that, me. That, that's going to be our new podcast name. Witness. <laughs> that's like witness the me on the wasteland. All right. But yeah, so we'll be back soon with some Jurassic World and, uh, and other bits, whatever else is coming out. Fantastic Four, Ant-Man. Giant awesome dinosaurs. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Chris Pratt and everything. Uh, until then, my name is Sean. My name's Andrew. I'm Lynn. We'll see you next time. They can't see me waving. Oh, yeah, because I'm actually looking at my... They see me waving, and they behave. They see me waving... We gotta do our we gotta do our Fast and Furious retrospective once we once I once that new one comes out. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see Furious Seven Theater, so that, that we'll have to time that around the the, the Blu-ray release. That'll be a good like summertime retrospective, right? In time, and then we'll do like a Hellraiser one.